Oh boy. The Rojo Show, episode 82. I am your host, Rojo. How are we today? Reconnecting with our friends, reestablishing ourselves in each other's lives. Welcome, welcome. Um, excited to be here with you amongst the living. Got my kombucha tea here. I got a big bottle of water. And um, we're going to go through some topics today. We're going to talk about some things. Shouts out to everybody in the chat. John, what up? How you feel? Let's get right to it. Um, a lot of topics today. I don't want to waste too much of anybody's time. Um, just want to get in and get out. Um, haven't spoken with you all in a while. We haven't fellowshipped in a little bit. So there's a couple of things that I want to go over. Excuse me, since our time apart. Um, the Cardi B album. Excuse me. The Cardi B album. Um, lots of people. It, it seems like it's gone already. Um, it's only been a week since it dropped and it seems like people are already over it. Is that, is that true? Is that what the ladies are saying? It's not really music for me. It's not really my kind of, uh, it's not really my cup of tea. So I don't know if, if my opinion is necessarily the one to take or the one to count as, as word or as law, but it seems to have somewhat lost its luster. Um, you know, she announced that she was pregnant which uh, is awesome. I mean, that's all you can really say about it. You can't really say anything about a, negative about a woman being pregnant. But it definitely saved any possible um, negativity that came with this album. It's really convenient that it dropped right as she announced her pregnancy because no one wants to criticize a pregnant woman, right? Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. Even if she's on stage twerking while pregnant, like showing. Like, obviously pregnant. Even if she's on stage twerking, we're not going to make that big a deal out of it, which is fine. We can appreciate that. That's cool. Whatever. I'm not a woman. She's not my spokesperson. I'm not the one championing her or anything. So it really doesn't mean anything to me either way. Um, but, you know, for those who do try to cape for Cardi B, I just warn you to relax, possibly. Um, the money was definitely in effect for her, though. Um, if you didn't know, you know, she hosted Jimmy Fallon that week, which I don't know who else has ever hosted Jimmy Fallon. Um, I'm pretty sure they haven't. Most of them don't do it before a project comes out, but whatever. That was hot. Um, also, the morning that the album was released, I received a message on my phone saying that the album came out. Now, I don't listen. I know that there is a, uh, especially right now, there's a huge conspiracy with companies using cookies and companies using your personal information in order to somewhat tailor marketing towards you. Um, my G, I don't listen to music that would be in the same category as Cardi B. So there's no reason for them to directly market a Cardi B album to me. But um, on the morning of its release... I did receive a alert on my phone saying that Cardi B's album 
was coming out today. So, however that happened, um, I know it's not free. So, the machine is definitely working uh, for the Cardi B brand. Which, I mean, I'm not hating on it. More power to her. But let's all just, you know, admit what it is. If that's okay. Um, The album is okay. It should be okay when you have the, you know, all of the resources available to you. Um, It seems like you have a budget that is... I don't want to say unlimited, but for what you're doing and the kind of music and the kind of audience you're trying to make, I mean, there's money behind your project. So kudos to you, Cardi B. Um, I still think it's a trap. I I still don't think it was smart that you signed to your boyfriend's management company. I still don't think it's smart that one of your biggest songs has your boyfriend or your fiance's name all through it. I mean, when things eventually fall off between you two, you're going to have to still perform that song. And you're going to have to talk about how, you know, Cardi B all over Offset or whatever. So just be ready for that. Uh, Cousin Kevin, how's it going? Appreciate you jumping in. Um, I'm on the Rojo Show fan page live right now. Uh, Appreciate it. Um, Did anybody catch the Jay-Z David Letterman Netflix special? Let's talk about it. So David Letterman has a new Netflix special. Uh, It's called Coming to the Stage. Now, this is a long-form version of his late-night show. So he has guests come on. Um, These are are what you would assume would be harder to get guests, I I guess. Um, These would be what I would assume are harder to get guests. Um, but he has a longer form interview with him, and then he speaks to people who have worked with them before. Um, so that's cool. Um, I saw the one he did with Obama. That one was interesting. I did not watch the thing he did with George Clooney. George Clooney isn't that interesting to me outside of Ocean's Eleven and Twelve. Um, but I did watch when he had Jay-Z on there. Sean Carter, if you don't know who that is. Now, hold on, because lights will act away from my face. Hold on. That's a little better. Whatever. So, um, so David Letterman has Jay Z on there. Um, it's cute. It's a cute little interview. Um, if you're a Jay Z fan, if you've listened to any Jay Z albums, um, you did not get any new information from this interview. Um, you know all the things he's talking about. You know who he's talking about, probably. 
um, in some cases when he's talking about, you know, shooting his brother or when he's talking about um, his friend who got locked up for him. Shouts out to Emery. Um, if you are a Jay-Z fan, there's nothing in this interview that you don't already know. It's interesting to a certain extent, depending on who you are. If you're a guy that or if you're a person or fan who wants to see how someone you are interested in or how someone you are a fan of interacts and answers questions and mannerisms and things like that, then, yeah, definitely go ahead. Check it out. I mean, what else are you going to watch on Netflix? But if you don't care about that, if you're a fan and you're looking to find something new out, you're not going to find anything out. You're not going to get anything new from this Jay-Z interview. But it's not a bad interview. But it's Jay-Z, so it's like a media interview. They crack a joke about both having paper routes, and Jay-Z didn't have no fucking paper route. He's so crowd. He's so crack. So, you know, that was that was what it was, but... I don't know. I'm a fan of David Letterman. I like his interview style. Uh, I was a Letterman guy more than I was a um, Leno guy, although Leno has the car thing, which I'm a fan of. Uh, So, I don't know. But, again, the Jay-Z interview, as far as Jay-Z fans are concerned, nothing you need to rush to Netflix to get. When you get to it, if you have some spare time, go ahead and check it out. If not, I don't blame you for skipping it. Um, now, uh, Chrissy, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in to the Rojo Show, um, podcast, live stream, video to be posted later, all those things. Uh, thank you for checking in. Um, I read a story, um, couple recently have a baby. Um, the mother is reconnecting with an old friend. They're talking about the baby. Oh, what's the baby's name? The mother says the baby's name and the friend goes silent. And the friend says, are you serious? And the mother says, I mean, you know, yeah. And then the friend says, does your husband know where that name came from? And the wife says no. So, ladies, uh, would you, is there a, is there a name in your past? Is there a, a person, uh, a, a name that is just so awesome to you that you would name your child after it? Like a, a past lover or a past boyfriend or a past someone you were involved with? And do you think your husband would be okay with that? Do you think your husband would be okay with knowing that his son was named after one of your ex-boyfriends, ex-lovers? Because someone asked, well, what if you only went on one date with them? Okay, I'll play that stupid game. What if you only went on one date with them? Do you think your husband would be comfortable knowing that his son, his seed, was named after another guy who had intentions on penetrating you at least at some point I would have an issue I would not I would not like that personally 
I mean, I know there's probably some guys out there that wouldn't be such a big deal. That wouldn't bother me, you know? I mean, what if it's a really cool name like Lando Calrissian? All right. My son couldn't be named Lando Calrissian. Not if Lando tried to lay down with his mom. Personally. That's just me. I know I'm kind of different. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift did a cover of Earth, Wind, and Fire September. I didn't hear this. Hold on. Taylor Swift. September. I've never heard it, but I heard that it was incredibly white. If I can even say that. I think I can say that. I can say what I want. But. Oh, little cousin Corey, how's it going? Do you remember? It wasn't even the 28th. And she plays it on a banjo? I didn't know she played it on a banjo. That kind of changes things. Not in a good way. It's not like the banjo makes it fire. It's still trash. And you know what? I actually just started kind of messing with Taylor Swift. Like, like relax, slow down. But um, that last album with the Kanye diss on it, she got a song on there called uh, So It Goes. My G. A song goes hard. But how could it not? I mean, she has like all the best people writing for her and stuff, right? Tim, what up, baby? I mean, it's like saying, how could Popeyes be so good? Because there's thousands of engineers behind those uh, herbs and spices, my nigga. Taylor Swift's got, like, the best engineers, the best musicians. Inevitably, a couple songs are going to be good. I mean, she creates popular music. But she should have left September alone. Or she should have, like, tried to up it. Like, you can't change, you can't totally, like, change the whole swing of the shit. What, when does that ever work? Like, what cover... Is totally different than the original And we're like y'all like that version better None never happens I'm not gonna say it's not possible But I haven't seen it happen yet personally What do I know Um Has any guy on here Ever been arrested by a female cop Okay, now, I know this is a sensitive subject, because ladies are all about their physicality nowadays, right? But, I just don't know how I would feel being arrested by a female cop. Especially if it's a situation where I don't think I should be being arrested. 
Now, I'm not saying I would like. I'm not saying I would like openly and outwardly resist and like be physical with her. But some but some some real decisions are going to have to be made. And I feel like she would be would she be offended if I asked for a male cop to arrest me? Especially in a situation where I don't feel like I should be being arrested. Like, if you're going to need to overpower me, you're going to need to overpower me, ma'am. And not a lot of women are going to be able to do that. Maybe you should just tase me. Now, if big, fat, white cops weren't killing black people, but, like, little, helpless white women were... Like, if little white cops or little female cops were, like, shooting people and tasing people all over the place, I would totally get that. I would understand that. But, like, let's not act like it's ridiculous. Like, in any other circumstance, we would understand the assumption of a woman not being strong enough to handle a man. Yet, for some reason, in law enforcement... We're just supposed to, like, throw that out the window. And, like, I'm not saying women can't enforce certain laws. Sure. I don't think they can arrest everybody. And we all know what happens when that one guy who isn't going to let the lady arrest him. And he, like, you know, like, slaps the shit out of her. Which, in some cases, like, there's a charge for doing that. It's called uh, resisting arrest or assaulting an officer. So it happens. But if you assault a female officer, you're also hitting a woman, which means when the when the guy cops get there and when you get into your cell, they're going to come visit you that night and they're going to fuck you up. So, like, who's putting who in a bad position? Because we want to make sure that jobs can be done by everybody. If being a police officer was a clerical job or something that didn't didn't involve you taking, you know, forcing a physically superior specimen against their will. I don't know. I don't know. It's not as active this time, but. Again, I just don't know if I could let a female cop arrest me. And that's no disrespect. I'm just saying, if you're going to take me against my will, you need to be able to take me against my will. I shouldn't have to let you take me against my will. It's like letting, it's like when you play with kids, like you got kids and you play with them and you're like, oh, you beat me up. Oh, you punched me in the face. Oh, you hurt me. Like, that's how I would have to let uh, some of these cops arrest me, some of these female cops. Oh, you got me in the cuffs. Oh, you got me in the car. Oh, wash my head. Like, I'm doing it myself, and I'm not going to arrest myself. So, you know. Brittany, what up? Tim, what up? Cousin Cheryl, what up? Gerson, what up? But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm a piece of shit. 
Uh, what is she talking about? Really, what? Really, really, I don't know if I could just let a, a lady arrest me. Really, if that's what you're saying, yes. And that that goes against like that that shows that our whole thought process of police officers is fucked up. Police officers should be really nice, strong guys. They should be they should be like end all be all situations, but nice guys. I mean, let's keep it a buck. If I was having like a real emergency. And a lady cop showed up, I might feel away. I don't know. And I have a huge crush on some female cops. Yo, shouts out to Miss Chaplin. Hey, Miss Chaplin could arrest me. That was weird. But, you know, whatever. We're all adults now. But what is your really about? Why are you just saying really? Like what's your what is your comment to that? You think that I'm ridiculous for needing an, an authority to be able to act as an authority? Everybody on the on my personal Facebook page, I'm about to sign off of here. And um, I'm on my page. I'm on the Rojo Show page. And I'm on Instagram. No, I think you're ridiculous for leaving it as just a woman. What do you mean? What am I leaving as just a woman? Leaving it as just... Come on now, Brittany. Like... Give me some, uh... Give me some, uh... Some discourse that makes sense. I see some small men officers as well. Yeah, they're small, but are they strong? Don't be silly right now. Like Saha the Prince, okay? And yeah, there is there there are small male cops that that probably couldn't whoop my ass either. But mm, I don't know. There is an assumed aggression. And listen, listen. If a female cop, like, look, that's why I'm saying tase me. Tase me. Tase me. Use necessary force because it's gonna it might be necessary. Tase me. The problem with male cops is that they bitches and they'll like just kill a nigga. Female cops ain't killing motherfuckers. Maybe. I don't know. Tase me. And you missed that. I said that earlier. If little lady cops were out here shooting niggas all day, I would be all for it. I would be like, yo, that nigga probably deserved it. Okay. Then I got killed by a little lady cop. Then that's what happened. Okay. I don't really feel comfortable saying this because I feel like now they're going to target me and they know that I'm like, they know that I'm a... A uh, political figure, a pseudo political figure. 
They probably got me on some list because I do own copies of the Anarchist, Anarchist Cookbook. And I may have flipped through a couple pages of Mein Kampf. Not as, like, study material. Just, you know, because I was interested in knowing. So my name's probably on some list somewhere. You're black. It would be Deadly, deadly Force. What do you mean, Brittany? What you know about me being black? I could be like Carlton Black. Is his shirt too dark? Arrested by a lady cop. You better stop it right now. Do you think do you think a female cop would be offended if I said, hey, ma'am, I'm not going to go anywhere, but I'm going to need you to go get a male police officer to bring me in. Do you think they'd be mad by that? Do you think that would piss them off? Probably. What if I said no disrespect first? If I was like, ma'am, no disrespect, but. You said use necessary force. You're a black man. You're automatically seen as a threat. At least that's what the officers would say. Okay. And if it was a small woman, it would be believable. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm probably crazy. Like those Starbucks guys. Well, the Starbucks guys are a bad example because as soon as they, I feel like as soon as they felt that situation getting hot, they knew, oh, this is going to be on the news. Like, we might get paid from this shit. I think. That's what I would have been thinking. Because <coughs> um, Starbucks has made its bones on being a place where you can kind of just come and lounge and chill. Like, I feel like that was like the first... Like, I remember when all of, like, the cafe, you know, uh, smoothie, slushy coffee, macchiato shit started popping because they built the borders right by my crib in Beverly. I think I went on my first date in borders. Me and Sarah Smith met in there. We had some, uh, you know, some little cafe drinks. I probably had some kind of pastry. We walked around, probably made out on one of those little uh, couches that they had dipped off in the corner. And I probably walked her home with a hard on um, and, you know, had blue balls all that night. I probably didn't bang one out because I didn't I didn't know about jerking off until late. I had sex before I jerked off. So that's how that happens sometimes. But, um... Yeah, like that was like that was like the genesis of the whole come come sit down and you can be here for hours and like your presence is your patronage. You coming in here is almost equivalent to buying something. And then Starbucks took it to the next level with, you know, uh Wi-Fi and 
um, comfy couches and tables and like charging ports and like all these things that would make you comfortable for hours on end. Like I can't multiple times I have flown into cities and the first place I go to is a Starbucks because I might have a few few little bit of time before I can check into my hotel. Maybe I'm waiting on Will who got caught up at customs and I'm chilling in Seattle for a little bit. Maybe I need to look up the closest dispensary. Maybe I need to check in, uh, you know, check in on a flight or check into my Airbnb, whatever. I stop in Starbucks and chill like it's nothing. And I don't get a coffee unless I need one. But these people obviously like they I feel like they they either knew these guys and had an issue with them or I don't know were they disrespectful in the way they said they're waiting for somebody? I don't know how this sparked off, but like them closing for this whole diversity day. First off, it's not going to be a day off for Starbucks employees. I hear people saying that stupid shit. That's not what's going to happen. Everybody's going to come in. They're going to have HR representatives come in and talk to everybody about what you can and can't do. Um, expected outcomes and backlash after this, uh, after they have this diversity meeting, because niggas is going to be right back to try to try them. Um, and they're basically going to loosen and reinforce that policy. So, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, shit get, like, way cooler for, like, bums and homeless people in Borders. I mean, not Borders, in Starbucks. Um, They probably gonna start leaving napkins and, like, sugar packets on the counter again. Maybe. I mean, that's downtown. Downtown, they don't play none of that shit. But who knows? That shit was crazy, though. But it was good to see them play it so cool and calm because I'm sure after they saw the response that they were starting to get and then once they saw saw white people jumping in and, like, taking videos and, I watched the whole thing. They didn't do anything wrong. It was like, oh, yeah, we finna be on Dateline, my nigga. It's lit. Hey, somebody throw me one of my T-shirts so I can put it on before I get arrested so I can get arrested in my brand. That's strategic marketing right there. Um, that new Cole album came out. It's okay. I'm not a, uh, you know, Cole's fans are called, uh, Cole fans. You know, like Beyonce has the Navy. I mean, no, Beyonce has the Beehive. Rihanna has the Navy. Um, Taylor Swift has white supremacists and um, I don't know what J. Cole J. Cole has J. Cole fans um, the album was okay I like the little bounce he had on it he was trying to experiment with some, with some flows seems like he's just you know J. Cole flows over slightly trappier beats um, he's making the beats so there can't be too much of a variation in it um, but again, I mean, J. Cole is going to give you rap music that you can listen to with your son or daughter in the car for the most part. Um, and he delivers again. 
And again, if you're like a cool dad, if you're a cool dad, you can play J Cole in the car with your with your with your kids, and like he'll throw like a little something in there to make you feel spicy again, to make you feel like you know you might bomb a tag on a train or something real quick or like you got your backpack on but he's not gonna give you nothing too hardcore nothing that you can't you know that the kids can't necessarily repeat and some things that you may even want them to repeat but it's not like you know it's whatever it was an okay it was an okay album i think i got one of my classes dancing to one of the songs so it's like it's like that type of thing you know uh, did I miss the roadmap? Was Kanye on the list? Kanye's on the list. I could have talked about Kanye before J. Cole. I mean, you know. What do you want to say about Kanye? You know? Uh, you know, A5 Eddie. You, sh- you got some thoughts on Kanye, bro. What, what, what's up? Everybody knows Kanye is a little bit of an attention whore, right? Like, he just says wild shit to get wild reactions. Um, this is this is his most blatant ploy, I feel like. But at the same time, it may be his most obvious. I don't know. I can't help but think that Kanye is just, like, fucking with us sometimes. Like, I feel like Kanye is, like, like trying to see what he can get away with. Like the clothing line, right? Like the clothing line is like, it's like these like sweatsuits with holes in them. Like keep it real. Outside of the shoes, which the shoes aren't all that. Like the first ones that came out, the, the Nike ones are classic. Like the Nike ones might be top 10 Nike design of all time. Um, The Adidas ones... I was down with like the first five And then after he started putting like The slash on the side and the number That shit got kind of corny Um Some of the boots are okay But all those clothes Are trash and I feel like It's just him him saying What is the wackest shit I can Put my name on and still Get people to attach themselves to um, still get themselves to like hype and, and fan out over because those outfits were terrible. Um, as far as like people releasing clothes, what, um, what dude that Kith is doing is way better, way better. But, um, I don't know. Uh, there's a part of me that says hilarious. There's a part of me that feels like um There's a part of me that feels like Kanye is like always saying things to make himself safe for white people. Um he's always doing things to make himself palatable for white people. Because white people don't always want a complicit Negro. Sometimes they are entertained by a nigga supposedly bucking the system. Like Negroes that still, quote unquote, keep some sense of themselves. But only to a point. 
I didn't know Meek got out on Mumia's birthday. It was cool that he got out and everything. I even think that it was cool that he went to the Sixers game. I don't think it's cool that they had him ringing the bell, which is usually stuff that is reserved for, like, heroes of some kind. it, It felt a little bit too much like a celebration. And I don't know what we're celebrating. Because this only worked out for him because he's rich and and somewhat affluent. And I have a sneaking suspicion that this isn't going to be his last time in trouble. I feel like he's going to do some stupid shit again. I hope not. I am in no way saying this to jinx him. But I just feel like he's going to do some more dumb shit. Like, if he hasn't learned that his life is under a microscope by now, he, he should definitely, uh, he should know. I don't know. When you say Mumia, you mean Mumia Abu-Jamal? Or you talking about somebody else? Um, I can't even, I saw the tweets from John Legend. John Legend is not the one who I feel like goes to check Kanye. Like where's, uh, where's, uh, even Rhymefest, but Rhymefest is a little unstable too, but where's Rhymefest? Where's Common? Common is in shape. Common is also on the clock. We'll talk about that in a second. I don't know. Who goes to check Kanye and, like, snatch him up? He's not talking to Jay-Z. Somebody told me that they're waiting to hear this Charlemagne interview before they... Form an opinion I feel like Kanye has said enough To form an opinion already Right Like like he's said enough wild shit For us to be like Yo this nigga's wildin' I don't know what he could say In this interview That would like Make things okay Or make it be like Oh That's okay We good Kanye That makes sense now it's like I heard on a podcast They was talking about Somebody was saying Man This album better be fire I don't know if I'm fucking With this album I don't know if I can This thing is out here Seriously with Make America Great hats on and shit Racism still alive They just They just be denying it Racism still alive They just be concealing it That's the line I'm tripping So yeah I mean Kanye I don't know I feel like he's doing stuff To keep himself like Slightly under 
under in in the white control. Now he's talking all this mental breakdown shit. So like nobody's really gonna go hard on him. He's just going. He's making it seem like he's just expressing himself. So he's he's like going with the whole like autism wave. So you can't really come at him because he's like expressing himself and he's a free thinker and all this other shit. And it's like, bro, don't come to me with your pajama science, bro. I'm not trying to hear it. The Rojo Show, episode 82. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Meek is free and he's a hero, apparently. Kanye is making America great again. And then Cy High the Prince jumps in with it. You know Martin Luther King was a Republican too. I swear to God, I thought this nigga Cy High was smarter than that. Like, come on with this stupid ass shit. You know, and, and, let's get into a little conversation about Martin Luther King. Because who said that... Look, I know he was like over the uh, on top of the civil rights movement or like one of the leaders, but like there is a version of Martin Luther King that we don't know that very well could have been an asshole. And in that it lends itself to many questions about um you know who he was in the who who he was in the civil rights movement for now at that time there was no there there really was no separation by way of economic economics in black culture there was there were some obvious ones but if you wanted to improve things for affluent black people, you had to improve things for poor black people as well. Um, Martin Luther King, his father was a minister at the very least. I believe his mother was a teacher or educator of some sort. Uh, Martin Luther King did not come from the same background as, just off the top of my head, Malcolm X. Very different backgrounds, very different upbringings, very different reasons for their involvement in the civil rights movement. Let's keep it funky, okay? Let's keep it real funky. So, yeah, um, Martin Luther King very well could have been a Republican. Absolutely. Because he probably he came from a, a middle... Well, let's look this up real quick because I don't want to be talking on my ass. Okay, so uh, both parents. King was a middle child between his older sister and younger brother, sang in a church choir. 
enjoy singing music. His mother was an accomplished organist and choir leader who took him to various churches to sing. Um, King said his father regularly whooped him until he was 15. Booker T. Washington High School. He was known for his public speaking ability and on a debate team. He became the youngest assistant manager of the newspaper delivery station during his junior year. Prize. and So these, these are different guys, okay? Martin Luther King was a, a young, middle class. He went to Morehouse College, um, which is a college that is... Uh, renowned for the dickheads that come out of it. Um, but again, you know, Martin Luther King, very sensitive subject for me. Because, yeah, he was very influential in the civil rights movement. But, um, um, you know, this nigga was fucking white bitches. This nigga was, you know, have you heard of the boule? Have you heard of the boule? People that are implanted in our system to further the to to seem like they are um, a a attributing factor to the race, but on the low they are pushing the agenda for the opposition. What is better for your opposition, uh, nonviolent protest or demanding change and leaning in on it? So you know that's my only you know. It's a conversation for another day. We're not going to get into that right now. Not going to get into that right now. That's all I'm saying. Martin Luther King was a Republican. Wow, Psy High. And I like Psy High the Prince. What are you going to do? The Rojo Show, episode 82. Um... I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iTunes. I'm on YouTube. I'm soon to be on television. Stay tuned for that. Um, I appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. I'm everywhere you find podcasts. Thank you for joining me. Remember to email any questions, comments, or concerns to the Rojo Show at gmail.com. I am your host. Uh, I'll holler at y'all later.